Hi everyone, welcome to our brand new podcast. Here, we will be streaming our artist interview series, featuring each of our music instructors. I'm Trinity Bliss, the host. Thank you for joining us. Hi everybody, welcome back to episode 8 of our artist interview series. Today I'm joined by Nicoletta, who is a pianist. And welcome Nicoletta, would you like to start by just telling us about yourself? Hello, thank you. It's my honor uh, to be part of these uh, artist series and thank you uh, in advance. Um, so I'm Nicoletta. I am a piano, uh, I'm a pianist and a piano teacher. And um, I, so I'm from Cyprus. That's why you can see I have the accent. <laughs> so uh, my ma- um, actually many people ask me where is Cyprus. So Cyprus is an island close uh, to the Mediterranean. So it's, we speak Greek. And um, so I started playing the piano since I was uh, four, I think, years old. And then I started like uh, learning professionally how to play it when I, I got a little older. Um, I So where shall I start from? Should I start from my, uh, wh- what exactly should I start from? So what was it like growing up where you grew up? Amazing. Okay. So we have lots of amazing sandy beaches, which is like... Uh, it's a distraction from practicing the piano, which is not a good, always a good thing. <laughs> but yes, uh, so it's really Greece and Cyprus because we speak Greek as well. It's a combination of both like historic uh, traditions and beautiful like uh, landscapes combined with like um, fun things to do. For example, amazing crystal clear sandy beaches that you should definitely visit <laughs> and come and see. And, uh, um, but the food is great. Uh, I hope the people were nice. So you should, yeah, it's an amazing place to be born, to be honest. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. That sounds so amazing. I've actually always wanted to visit around that area. You should definitely visit. (laughs) Yes. When you were growing up, did you have access to different, um, musical programs or how did you get interested in playing piano? And so when I, my mom always wanted her little daughter to learn how to play the piano and to know how to speak French. So I just to please my mom, I did both. Uh, so um, so I started playing the piano since I was little. And then I got inspired by classical music because uh, since uh, my early childhood, I have been listening to classical music a lot. And but the traditional folklore nuances uh, of Greek music is a, a major part of uh, like um, our culture as well. Um, however, I stuck to classical music because uh, I think that like, there are if you know the technique of classical music, then you will be able to um, expand in different other genres as well. Yeah, absolutely. Classical music is so beautiful, and I'm sure that starting with something that um, complex has helped you um throughout you know your career so you have two pieces that you're going to share with us today but there's one that we looked at before that's going to be first did you want to say anything before that yes so the first piece is actually so i graduated so i decided that i wanted to become a professional pianist so uh, i left europe and i came to the us when i was 18 years old uh, so I, I auditioned at boston conservatory at berkeley where i got accepted and it was my dream school uh, so i graduated from uh, boston conservatory at berkeley that merged with berkeley college of music uh spring 20- 2021 
And then I, this is part of my senior recital that I have to submit in order to uh, graduate. So you will see I played, uh, so I have played two pieces. The first one that I think is the one that we are going to play uh, today is the one that is, uh, it's um, Beethoven Sonata and it's a beautiful one. It's Opus 109. And then the second piece of the program was um, a collection of six pieces uh, by composed by Rachmaninoff. And uh, it's uh, the stories behind the, the piece is just in both uh, pieces are real beautiful. So I hope you enjoyed and get, you get to uh, learn more things about these composers through their compositions. All right, thank you. Let's listen. Hi everyone, thank you so much for tuning in to my senior recital. My name is Nicoleta Savidum. Today I will be playing Beethoven's Opus 109 Sonata and it's in E major. And this sonata is developed based on a lyrical, dramatic feeling. We can see Beethoven's voice being highlighted throughout the piece and I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you.
that was really wonderful. And I love your technique. I love the, the way that you really, you feel into your instrument. And it was just, I could listen to someone play piano all day. So that's really enjoyable. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm glad you enjoyed it. <laughs> of course. With piano, it's such, I know for me that it's a, it's a foundational instrument. And it's really good for learning theory. It's good for learning like how to move your fingers and when to move your fingers. Just feel like it's so foundational. What's something that you love about piano? What made you stick with that? Uh, so except from the fact that I started it since I was little and it was the instrument that I could communicate the most, I think it's an instrument that in all the other musical instruments, majors at uh, college or at school in general, you are required to know. Uh, because it involves, uh, you can play more things. So for example, you can play uh, harmonies that you can play when you're playing like a solo instrument, another solo instrument, for example, the flute. Um, so in the, playing the piano requires both hands. So we use the left hand and the right hand. So by that, by that is a, like, as a, as a power, you can like compose and you can improvise and you can learn pieces with like, um, different harmonies and more embellished um, uh, nuances. Absolutely. What's something that you'd like to improve upon as a musician? I think it's, it's if, you, if you are an artist and you believe that you know everything, I think that's a, a, a wrong sentence. So I'm generally, I'm trying to improve like day by day my musicianship. And I think it's part, improving your musicianship is part of improving who you are and who you want to become. Mm -hmm. And uh, you're becoming more mature day by day and through the experiences in life, you're evolving as an artist as well. Uh, so definitely I'm working on my technique every day. That's why I'm requiring from all my students to at least practice every day because if I'm practicing and if amazing artists, uh, stellar professionals are practicing, that means that we are all need to practice and we need to keep up with what we have to do every day. And sometimes you don't want to get into the practice room and it's just totally uh, acceptable. It's just the discipline behind what you want to do and what you have to do. It's one of the important, I think, um, um, tools in order to be a successful artist in general. And to, at the same time, it's very interesting to see because what do we, what is a uh, who is a successful artist or what is it like, when, how can we define success in art? I think I, like one of the most important things is uh, being able to communicate with your audience and share your story and uh, with your uh, audience and with your colleagues and yeah. Definitely. And I love the way you said that about improving as both a musician and a person. And I know that you said that classical music has inspired you before, but what are some of your other influences? I love listening to jazz, uh, jazz music a lot. So I, I, to be honest, I listen to everything. I listen to jazz music. I listen to pop sometimes. I listen to folk music as well. Uh, Greek music, it depends. Uh, I'm, I'm mostly familiar with classical music because this is what I have been doing for many years now. Uh, but I think it's important to know about like other musical languages as well, because many people think that, oh, jazz is uh, an improvisation. So it's like it's somehow it's going to be uh, more um, free. It's, it's, it's going to be like different. Of course, it's like a different musical language. So sometimes classical musicians have like a little struggle to understand another language like jazz or pop. So I think knowing both 
uh, or at the same time getting familiar with another musical language is important to develop as an artist as well. Yes, and that makes you very diverse as a musician, and that's wonderful. What are some of your hobbies as well, some things that you like to do for fun other than music? I love ballet dancing. So I, I used to dance ballet for 10 years, so I had to choose uh, whether I should continue as a, a professional ballet dancer or I should continue piano. And I have chosen piano because I love piano more, <laughs> a little bit more. <laughs> um, so I love ballet dancing. I love hiking, being out uh, outside uh, close to nature. It helps me like um, discover the beauty of uh, of living in general. <laughs> And um, I love walking. I love walking, and I love petting our little pet, um, our little dog that we have. So it's it's a fun <laughs> thing to do. What kind of dog do you have? I'm curious now. We have a little. So my roommates and I, we have a little Pomeranian, uh, Pomeranian one. So it's a, uh, it's just so fluffy and so small. So it's a good distraction outside of the. <laughs> Uh, professional life and work life and general studies in school. That's amazing. You mm -hmm. have the second video too. Did you want to say anything before that? Yes, actually, that video it's um it's a, a it's a Bartok piece and it's inspired by different like it's a completely different structure from the first one. Uh, we can see Bartok using um, the more like the structure and the sound as a power to talk uh, through his composition. And it's the third movement of a collection of uh, four movements. And um, it's a very um, a dynamic piece. And I hope you can understand and get through this dynamic uh, through this video. <laughs> All right, I'm excited. Let's listen.
I love that one, especially because, like you said, it's very dynamic. There's a lot of things happening. And I'm just watching your fingers. I'm like, oh my goodness, how is she doing that? But it's, it's such a beautiful piece because it all comes back together. And I think that's what makes piano so beautiful. <laughs> yes, you are so right. And I think in general, it's like, um, it depends of, it, of the format of the piece or the um or the form of the piece it depends how we like the composer structure it so it's really uh, fascinating to see that he's actually playing with different motifs and bringing the thematic ideas back at the end as you said yeah yeah there's definitely an unspoken language that it's a message and that's that's so beautiful about your students so let's talk about some of your students what is a typical lesson look like for you an hour or 30 minute what's your structure so it's very interesting because it depends I cannot exactly say that I, I will start with this I will start continuing with this because it depends on my student needs for example I have students that they want to uh, like uh, pursue music in the future as well so then the structure becomes a little different we are more focused on specific things that we gotta work in order to achieve what we want to achieve uh, but in general, I love to to see what the student wants to achieve. For example, uh, if the student wants to be more professional, of cheap, the student wants to just play music just for fun, then we we have to establish from this first very first lesson what we want to do uh, through this instrument. We want to play a, a specific piece. We can set a, a specific goal, and then we're working every every lesson towards that goal. And that's why it's. Um, and of course, I think that's the most important thing is to combine both technique, learning how to play it, but learning you know, how to make it sound amazing. So that's the musicality part. So I think both technique and musicality is important to like um, have the necessary tools in order to be able to learn how to read the music as well, how to play the piece and how to make it sound um, as, uh, as uh, beautiful as you want, as you can. And um, yeah, so it depends on every student and it depends, uh, but definitely a combination of uh, both musicality and technique is an important. And I think my goal as a, te as a uh, teacher and uh, instructor is to help them through this instrument, um, like somehow get familiar with uh, the musical langu language and express themselves through the power of the arts. Yeah, and it sounds like there's they have an opportunity to learn pretty much anything that they want to learn through this instrument. That's really exciting. That's super exciting. It's what really... Some... Sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. I was just going to highlight that. I totally agree with what you were saying. Oh, absolutely. What are some um, opportunities on that note, like some opportunities that you want to offer your students? Oh, wow. I think I am not the one who is offering the opportunity, but the art of playing the piano is the one uh, who is offering the opportunity because um, I think like being able to uh, have this instrument in front of you and being able to express, say a story, say a message that you want to share at the same time with the, your audience is one of the most important tools. And especially nowadays that we live in, an, in a world where we are always running towards things. We are just running to go to work. We are running towards different things. I think music is the place that we keeps us grounded and uh, it helps us understand who, who we want to, who we are and who we want to become. 
So I think um, having the opportunity to play through um, different pieces, compositions. So for example, if a student doesn't know how to read music, by helping them learn how to read music and go through different like levels of pieces, then uh, you will understand that you will be more familiar with that language. And then you will start uh, uh, in the, the process of like developing your ideas on the piano. And so I think you can achieve that through different uh, opportunities, as you call them. We can achieve that through different recitals, exams uh, for certificates or um, recordings and different other like mediums that can help the individual student. Beautiful. Yes. I love the way that you're, um, that you're saying this and explaining all of it. So you have both in-person and online students, or do you have online students? Which one do you like better? Um, I, I can't say exactly because it's a different setting. So I, I just, um, when you see an enthusiastic student behind your uh, camera and then you're inspired as well to help them develop their, their uh, ideas and their musicianship and their technique. Um, obviously, working in person is, of course, better because then you are you can play something you can show to demonstrate to the student how to play things. Uh, but I think nowadays, especially that we are like technologically developing a, um, um, the system and in general, I think that using having this power to be in any part of the world and have students through, for example, in other continents, it's a it's an essential and important uh, tool to use. Yes, absolutely. What, where are some of your students from? Do you teach from, like you said, different continents or is it more local? Uh, yes, now, um, since I'm in the U.S. right now for the, uh, for the last six years, I have students that they're mostly in the U.S. But for example, uh, I had to travel back to Europe a um, couple months ago so I, in order for them to not miss their uh, classes and their lessons, I was teaching remotely for a, a little bit. So I was back in Europe. And I think having that opportunity uh, via Zoom, uh, it's an important um, advantage to use. <laughs> to have. Yes, it definitely is. I know there's a lot of people that otherwise wouldn't have access to the music lessons, but in person is wonderful too, because I can imagine piano is such it's such an instrument that you, you need to show someone, you know, how to do it. And I know it would be hard for me to do it online. So, but yes, it's good to have the options for sure. Exactly. What do you tell your students to inspire them to practice? Because I know you were talking about technique and things and you can be distracted. So there's all sorts of things. There are so many ways. I, there are so many ways in order for you to be distracted, like devices, use of, you know, all these social media platforms and all these things. So there are many ways uh, that you could be distracted throughout your practicing. But um, I think that the most important thing, if like um, uh, all ages of artists that they will achieve something and they, through their performances, uh, they manage to talk to their audience. I think if they are still practicing up to the age of 80 years old, then 
um, in our age and in especially my students' age, they need to like understand that it's an unlimited process of learning and it's an endless uh, process that you cannot ever say that um, you can you know already everything. So I think like having that in, mind, in the back of your head when you are practicing, uh, it will help you only become a better artist and learn different um, things in order to improve yourself. And also I think that... Um, if you want to, if you want to be able to express yourself through your instrument and to say a story, you need to have the basic technique so that the technique will help you say that story instead of um, when you cannot play that, uh, when you cannot technically play that, you are somehow blocking your musicality. So I think you, in order to, for you to express some things on the piano and to sound the way you want to sound, you need to actually practice so that your technique and your musicality will be at the same level. Yeah, that makes sense. And I can imagine it's such a, a gratifying process as well. Yes, exactly. Have you ever taught anything other than music? And how has it been different from teaching music? What makes it unique? Well, um, I have been teaching music. Music is my life. I literally, I'm I'm waking up in the morning. I'm 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 going to uh, I'm going to, um, to grad school right now. So I'm just surrounded by music every day. So I woke up in the morning. I'm going to my classes, seminars, workshops, performances, rehearsals. So it's like every day it's something related to music. Um, I I haven't. I mean, I, I love maths, I love uh, ballet dancing, but I, to be honest, I didn't uh, have the chance to teach uh, those fields. So yeah, music is it's mostly what I am doing, yeah. Yeah, it's a passion, and that makes so much sense. What has grad school been like for you, just out of curiosity? Oh, with one word, it's um, so busy. Literally, it's like um, we have so many things. But I'm I'm doing my uh, grad. Like, I'm going to Longy School of Music of Bard College, so I'm learning so many things. Uh, it's in a very um, beautiful environment and community to be part of, and um, the fact that we are um, co collaborating with other artists that they have the same passion, I think, is one uh, in, in a, it's an important element to keep you inspired and motivated to um, practice even more, but at the same time to evolve as an artist. Yeah, yay, that's that's mm -hmm. so exciting. I'm so happy. Thank you. What, um, what brought you to Lily Theater Company? What brought you here? So we had a discussion. Uh, so um, I, 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 I did an application and then they, uh, uh, Lily um, Dark, uh, the director called me and she was like, oh, do you mind, uh, we should arrange a Zoom meeting so that we will call and see how the process goes and uh, learn more things about you before um, they accept us and everything. And I, I was so uh, excited that we all both shared the same vision that we wanted through music and through the arts to make a difference in the world. And, and we want to inspire young generations uh, to somehow use this platform, this art form, to somehow uh, become... Uh, like uh, better as humans, as artists, as individuals, and um, learn that you can be anywhere in the world and you can still learn how to play the piano. You can still take music lessons. And at the same time, you have the opportunity to develop yourself and uh, communicate with the audience. So I think the fact that we both uh, shared the same vision and the same ideas, it was one of the 
elements that I was like, oh, I love being part of this team. Yes, such a beautiful vision. (laughs) What is, I know that you've done a lot of things and lots of performances, and this can be a piece of music or it can be um, an experience, but what, what do you think is your greatest accomplishment so far as a musician, pianist? And then when you, you know, that's a great question because when you achieve something that you felt that it was so big and then you, once you achieve it, you're like, okay, what's next? So you're always, it's a, it's an, a continuous process of practicing and learning. And um, so definitely um, my senior recital, it was sad that it was during the pandemic. So um, I didn't get to perform live, but I recorded it live. So um, it was an interesting process to learn how, um, to record at the same time professionally and to play your music as well. So it was an hour of solo um, music, which is me- it's wow. hard because you have to memorize it and all these parts. And plus you needed to edit it. So you needed to re- know how to structure the video combined with everything, all this uh, engineering stuff. <laughs> so I think also... Um, I'm I'm learning right now uh, like different other pieces that they are uh, I think that they are hard as well technically and musically. Uh, one of the pieces that I'm learning now is Goyescas by Granados, which is uh, it's a masterpiece and it's um, it's quite a challenge to get through what you want to say having the technique and all these things. So I think I can. I am very grateful that I am part of um, on the Longi as well, the community for my grad school, because I performed, for example, last week with my school's orchestra, Orchestra Flex. We played uh, new music, contemporary composers, and content- composers that they are u- not usually heard, but easily um, in the in the concert halls. So I had. I think that I helped a lot. Um, and discover different other, let's say, composers and that we didn't, I wasn't exposed to before. So every little piece, it's an important element in our journey as an artist, I think. Definitely. And just going back um, to when you were talking about your audition, you played an hour of, without stopping a whole hour. Oh, so part of my, our senior recital, it was an hour of solo memorized music. Yes, yes. Wow, that is incredible. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it was an so, requirement in order to graduate. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's good to know. I'm sure that took a lot of memorization and practice. Like you said, technique practice, yes. but that's amazing. Yes. I don't have any more questions for you, but is there anything else that you'd like to say or leave the audience with if anyone's um, interested in taking lessons? Yes. So I thank you so much. Honestly, it's, it has been uh, so much fun talking about music and piano. Um, I think like just to uh, close with this sentence, I think uh, that music, especially it's a, uh, it's a powerful tool to make people, uh, to help people express themselves and at the same time uh, share what you want to say, share a story, share a message with the world. So I think starting that and from like an early age is an important uh, element to help young generations to somehow be involved more in the arts and to be inspired by the power of classical music, jazz, and any other uh, style of music. Because music is an is a I think is an a way uh, is a way of expression. It's a way of uh, somehow building and cultivating a better world. So I think that. Um, 
thinking that it's an important thing to have it in the back of our minds. Beautiful. Thank you so much. I really enjoyed talking to you and meeting you. And if anyone is interested in taking lessons with Nicoletta, you can email us. It's info at lilytheatercompany.org. You can go to our website. Make sure to check out um, the podcast, the social media, YouTube Live, all of our different platforms. And thank you for watching, everyone. See you next time. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed this episode of our artist interview series. If you'd like to take lessons with the instructor featured today, send us an email at info at lilytheatercompany.org. If you want to hear more of these podcasts, make sure to subscribe to our channel and follow our social media accounts. Lily Theatre Company is growing because of listeners like you. Thank you for your support.